0: Hello and welcome to Cortez NYC live stream, the podcast.
1: This show broadcasts out of New York City.
0: We are your hosts, Cortez NYC
1: and Carla de Puerto Rico.
0: And on this show, we talk about art, creativity, city life from a Latino perspective. I'm a visual artist.
1: And I'm a singer.
0: And this is episode 75 in Puerto Rico.
1: As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Spotify. And on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
0: And don't forget my online store, CortezNYC.bigcartel.com. You can find original art, graffiti pins, graffiti stickers by me. To um, so go on there.
1: Series 2?
0: Oh yeah, we have the Series 2 stickers that I launched uh, a couple of weeks ago. So uh, get on there, check out the artwork, Cortez, with an S, NYC.BigCartel.com. And let's get on with this. <laughs>
1: oh, seriously? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so for this art talk... Um, we were in Puerto Rico. yeah, And uh, I took advantage of taking a day to go paint and reconnect with my homeboys in Puerto Rico, specifically Mr. Dad, I got to paint with, but shout out to Rocco also. Haven't seen him in a while. They yes. didn't realize how much time had passed. Mm-hmm. What did I say? was six years?
1: Five or four mm-hmm. since the last time you we painted. We went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that you
0: painted. Oh, that we paint That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Time flies, though. Yeah, it does. Time flies. Um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it, it's, it was nice to reconnect with everybody. Um, it was good to see Mr. Dad. Um, I took advantage of this time. I figured last time that we went didn't really have a podcast happening. Exactly. So this time around I was like we're gonna take our recorder I'm gonna interview him do a quick little interview get him on the podcast mm-hmm. uh, firsthand and uh, and that's so I did. I, I asked him a few questions. Um, I have here a, a short clip of the interview with him. Basically, I just ran through some questions. uh, You know, what was his background? How did he get into graffiti? He explained. You know, he used to uh, he used to actually just practice with his boys around the block, and then in his in his neighborhood. And then they had a competition, and they they got attention from that competition because they won it. Um, He learned to draw. You know, from looking at Mad Magazine and stuff like that. That he learned how to render. Uh, Anybody who wants to follow him, he's Mr. Dad. Uh, I'll put the link on on yeah, the we'll uh, Instagram it on the, yeah. But he's mr. dad on on Instagram or dad mr. dad one mm-hmm. um, he uh, he's a graffiti artist does lettering does the traditional graffiti style but I think his expertise is in his rendering his yeah. characters Definitely. Um, he is Known now currently for doing these uh, Afro-Caribbean-looking characters of females around his neighborhood. If you go to his neighborhood, Vallita, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the neighborhood yeah. over there in Puerto Rico. Uh, you go every every other corner has one of his pieces on it. You can drive around; the whole place is like a museum for him. Yeah, uh, it's his own little street exhibit. Um, I I'm actually proud of him in that sense that he has that. He has that ability to put himself out there um, you know fuck all the big events fuck all that bullshit like he made his own do it in
1: his own community in his own community really, for them yeah and it makes everybody so excited everybody wants to drive by and see the pieces so it's awesome
0: yeah so listen mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna let you guys hear it in his own words for you guys that are not Spanish speakers I'm sorry it's in Spanish the communicate the conversation with him is in Spanish but uh, as soon mm-hmm. as it's done come back and check it out uh, we got more stuff happening in this episode for you guys that are the English speakers. <laughs> but uh, here's Mr. Dad in his own words. Pero, okay, Dad. Entonces, cuéntame cómo es que tú empezaste aquí en el graffiti, cómo te metiste al arte, cómo aprendiste, y ¿Cómo llegaste a llegar hasta lo que eres ahora, un tenaz en el arte
2: de grafiti aquí en Puerto, yo, Puerto Rico? Yo a mí siempre me gustó el dibujo y veía las cosas de, de los old school de Puerto Rico y en ese tiempo pues no, no sabía con qué herramientas se hacían ni nada. Entonces un muchacho que estudiaba con mi hermana, yo estudiaba con el hermano de él que era más pequeño, él ya sabía un poco y tenía un poco más de conocimiento de lo que era el arte, de lo que era el arte del graffiti, pero que tampoco él sabía eh, tanto del graffiti, o sea que empezamos como quien dice, aprendiendo los dos. Y íbamos en bicicleta a ver las paredes de esquí, de de, FX. Y preguntando, preguntando, hasta que empezamos a saber qué eran los caps, qué eran la, la, las latas que se usaban. Y de ahí, hicimos un crew que ninguno sabía. Nosotros empezamos a practicar todo, hasta que aprendimos algo y, y siempre pintábamos en el barrio. ¿Cuál barrio la primera vez? En playita, playita. En Playita, en Santurce, Villa Palmera, para los que saben del área. y Hasta que se nos dio la oportunidad de pintar en un evento. Y gracias a Dios, la, la primera vez que pintamos en el evento lo ganamos. Y de ahí, pues la gente empezó a conocer de lo que era Dark. Hasta que después empecé a pintar HD. Y empecé a hacer viajes a, a algunos países. Eh, ¿Cuándo tú
0: empezaste, empezaste con caricaturas o con letras?
2: Yo compraba mucho la revista Mad Ah, ¿sí? y hacía las la caricaturas pero trataba de, de darle colores como si fuera realismo, sí, sí. Tratando, practicando las luces y las sombras
0: Ajá,
2: con los dibujos de, de la revista MED y seguí practicando hasta que empecé a hacer, a, a, a ir eliminando la, el outline, las líneas okay. para que se vieran menos caricaturas hasta lo que hago ahora
0: y Entonces, ¿cómo te metiste a las letras? Porque aunque tú digas que no haces letras tanto, pero cuando las... No, antes,
2: antes yo hacía muchas letras. ¿Sí? Sí, ahora como casi casi siempre pinto solo, pues... Y siempre cuando yo estaba en las paredes, yo era el que hacía el background. Todo el mundo hacía letras, yo hacía mis letras más el background. Y... Empecé a hacer letras, pero aquí empezó a usarse mucho el estilo 3D. Y yo veía a a esa gente, los old school, que empezaron a usar el, el, el estilo 3D. Y me fui por esa línea de hacer letras 3D. Entonces, las letras que tienen
0: más forma, como más orgánica, más Más como... Más orgánica,
2: sí. Que se pueda ver que tiene Tiene, peso. Que que no tienen outline. Solamente luces y sombras. Hasta que agarré mi propio estilo. Y ahora, como el arte aquí, por lo menos aquí en Puerto Rico, ha cambiado un poco. Cada artista como que se dividió y empezó a hacer sus cosas personales. Pues yo empecé a hacer mujeres, pero de la raza negra, como yo, que soy negro y casi siempre hacen cosas de la raza blanca, que se yo, es como que lo normal. Sí. Pues o sea, yo veía que, que la raza negra se veía como que más exótica y podía ser como, si no era así, pues así algo como tribal. Sí. O sea, que se viera como, como si fuera una india, Ajá. aunque no fuera negra, pero que se viera como si fuera una india con la cara pintada como una guerrera o algo así. Voy a poner fotos para que la gente vea
0: de lo que estamos hablando, pero eh, de, por ese tema, te quería hacer una pregunta, ¿cómo la gente recibe eso, esas imágenes cuando tú las pintas? Porque la... tú, 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 el barrio donde tú pintas, tú tienes esas caras por todo el lado. Tú, eso es, un, es, es una exhibición grande tuya que tú tienes ahí. Sí, ya y, ya y y a mí todo. me
2: conocen como el que pinta la, la, las negritas de afro, ah, las ¿no? negritas, las negritas, bembona, las... <risa> la no gente me no sí, encanta. Por eso lo he seguido haciendo, porque la gente lo acepta más que el graffiti tradicional. Lo entiende más de pronto. Lo entiende más, lo acepta más y y se identifican más que el graffiti.
0: Ok. ¿Y qué quisieras hacer ahora, moviendo hacia adelante? ¿Qué planes quieres hacer? ¿O qué te gustaría hacer?
2: Bueno, ahora estoy como viste, estoy haciendo canvas, de lo mismo, de mujeres negras y. Nada, creo que ahora mismo estoy en una etapa como que un poco. Despegado de, de lo que es grafito y como tal, más el negocio, ¿sabes? tratar de hacer dinero y tratar de vivir o ayudarme a vivir un poco con el arte. Sí. No es tanto como antes, que estaba más por compartir. Y además estamos entrando en edad que no es la misma energía. Exacto,
0: no nos sobra. Ahora lo hacemos cuando hay que hacerlo. Antes lo
2: hacíamos todo el tiempo. Ajá, 24-7, si podíamos pintar 24-7, pintábamos 24-7. Ya el cuerpo no da para eso. Ah, verdad, verdad. Y tal vez la economía también. Y, y acá,
0: ¿con quién estás
2: pintando? ¿Otra gente que de pronto quiere darle un shout ahora? ¿Otros artistas que estás pintando? Ahora mismo estoy pintando con el line eh, Son de las pocas personas reales que yo puedo decir que pinto con él y si mañana no pintamos, él va a seguir siendo la misma persona conmigo, A mí no me interesa pintar con nadie a menos que sea una persona real, ¿sabes? Que que, que, aparte de la pintura sea un amigo, que si tenemos que compartir fuera de lo que es el graffiti, lo podamos hacer sin sin egos. Y ver, literalmente eso. Okay. Okay. Oye, pasó
0: el, el huracán, el María, que fue un evento grande y aquí se ve todavía que por ahí hay efecto de lo que había pasado. ¿Tú crees que eso eso afectó el arte acá o crees que la gente sigue?
2: Mm, el huracán como como tal no afectó el arte. El arte ya se había afectado antes y es por los mismos colegas, por lo que te estaba diciendo, por el ego, okay, por Quieren comer como que solo, si yo hago algo prefiero ganármelo yo y no ayudar al otro. Si el otro sabe menos que yo, yo no quiero pintar con él. Mm. Y eso, y también las mismas personas que hacen los eventos prefieren apoyar al de afuera que el de aquí. Y eso ha hecho que la la escena hay que más un poco. Como la economía vino a correr un año después, tuvimos seis meses sin luz. Y la gente no estaba pensando en pintar, la gente estaba pensando en sobrevivir, pues claro. ¿Sabe? Llegó un momento que hasta el pobre, el rico, todo el mundo se veía sin nada porque no tenía el que tener como yo. Yo había cobrado mi trabajo, pero no tenía dinero pero no veía en ATH. Los bancos estaban cerrados. Y ¿sabe? la gente, todo el mundo no estaba pensando en hobby ni en pintar, todo el mundo estaba pensando en volver a sobrevivir y, y volver a echar para adelante todo lo que el huracán echó para atrás. Okay. Bueno, pero de todos modos era un break, porque ahora ya todo el mundo es pintando otra vez. Sí Vamos a ver. No, y sirvió porque el evento, un evento que hicieron al otro lado de la isla en Cabo Rojo Fue como para revivir, eso era un área turística Y, y el evento lo hicieron como para revivir okay. el área, traer gente otra vez Porque estaba muerto por el, por el huracán Los negocios como que dejaron de vender Y lo que ellos no hicieron En todo el tiempo del huracán, hacia ese momento, lo vendieron en una noche. <risa> en el día del evento. Y nos agradecieron por estar allí, porque su negocio no había vendido así hasta ese día. Claro sea, que el huracán fue algo malo, pero también fue algo bueno en algunas partes. Bueno,
0: oye, entonces vamos a ver si puedes venir a pintar en Nueva York, hombre. Que ahí... Me encantaría, está envi- está invitado. En
2: 2006, 2000, 8 en Five Points. Ah, sí, así En bien. Top City. Ajá. Ok.
0: Vamos a ver, vamos a ver si, si ya nosotros a regresar me a pintar. Me Parte 2 de Mr. Dad. Pero es nunca con, con Cortés. Ah, es exacto, exacto. vamos a arreglar. Ok, Mr. Dad, gracias por su tiempo. Te lo agradezco y como siempre, tú sabes, estás invitado allá, ya tú estás en casa y aquí, tú sabes que yo le traigo también y pintamos. Culture talk.
1: Culture talk.
0: So, Carla, this culture talk, what do you have from us? From Puerto Rico, what did we do there? From
1: Puerto Rico. So, we got the opportunity to meet with my friend Kayla and my other friend Manu, my new friend. Um And we just wanted to have a conversation on basically being bilingual in the island and how did we learn English and basically just talk about it because I feel like sometimes um, the relationship that we have with English is not that spoken uh, yeah. or we don't talk about it a lot and we just know that We have a strong accent in Spanish and in English, and that some words are just given. Um, So we just wanted to talk about our experience, and you got to talk to them too. So,
0: Well, you know, we were doing a bar crawl, and it was nice to... We were trying to figure out the whole time there, how do we get a nice little conversation on on the podcast with some of your friends. Mm -hmm. Um, We were hoping to get a bigger crowd originally that day. But, uh, you know, just the way things turned out, it didn't turn out that way. But at the end of the night, when you know, we've, we figured we'll bring the recorder and we'll try to do this. And this is a lesson to you guys out there making podcasts. Take advantage of any opportunity you have. Don't Definitely. be lazy. Take yeah. the recorders with you.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. Some, you can
1: record even on your phone. Even if it's on Bose, your phone. Exactly. Bose notes. So just do it.
0: Exactly. But I think that that was a, a big part of that night was um, the push to try to find a place to just be able to take we were gonna do thirty minutes, it ended up being in an hour. An hour huh? But um, but to take the time out to have a conversation and to feel the mood out because you don't wanna force a conversation, you wanna have a natural conversation mm-hmm. with people, especially if you're gonna do it in the street corner or, you know, at a bar or something. Yeah. Um and that was a good lesson right there doing that. Um I think we covered a lot of topics. Like you said, we were gonna discuss mostly bilingualism thing Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it also brought up some other topics that was good it was interesting thing yeah Um, it was fun speaking with them I know that uh, Kayla and Manu mentioned that they they listen to the podcast so shout out to you guys (laughs) Um, they've they've listened to previous episodes and it was it was fun to do that we were also that night uh, you know was a Game of Thrones uh,
1: episode episode
0: and spoilers were all over the place so we were discussing that off off uh off camera. mic, Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we were discussing different topics. We were like, should we talk about that? That would be fun to talk about. We were talking about Avengers Endgame. And then we are discussing some of the other topics that we discussed on this podcast. Um, but it was it's it was refreshing to, I guess, be able to talk to people who have listened to the podcast and at the same time create new content with them. Right. I think that's the, the, the takeaway from this Yeah. little uh, session. And I have a
1: lot to say and I love to share. Um, I think the yeah. conversation one great and we got a, a lot of input that yeah. otherwise maybe we we couldn't have so
0: all right so check it out guys <laughs> Estamos aquí parados en una esquina aquí en Santurce, en la calle que Monterrate.
1: En ¿eh? la calle Monterrate. Aquí en un
0: bar crawl. ¿Cómo se dice bar crawl en español? Aquí usted le dice. Eh, tu prima me dijo que había una una manera de decirlo. Chinchorreo.
1: Chinchorreo,
0: chinchorreo me dijo. Chinchorreo. Pero.
1: pero no es Chinchorreo. chinchorreo. Esta es más chinchorreo. ¿Por
0: qué no? ¿Qué what, chinchorreo? Porque
1: bar, bar crawl is more about just drinks, but chinchorreo is also about food and fried food. Ah.
0: Uh, right.
1: To me, the difference
3: between chinchorreo is like chinchorreo is more in el campo. Ah, and like verdad. you go to like dingy, how do you say A chinchorro. There's a word for that in English too and I forgot.
0: A chinchorro like a bar. <laughs> like a
3: little shack bar, like a little... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, like a, road, like a roadside, a roadside, roadside food. It's roadside No, I don't know. sí, but it's
1: like a And it's the fact that you like
3: get in the car, you know, to go someplace very far is what I... Como que yo relacion, you get in the car, uh-huh. you are like another town, and you go in, like this little shady place, have a drink, and have a little ¿Cómo? snack, and go to the
0: next one. Who's going to leave? Why is going to leave an animal?
1: Obligado. Ahí. Ratas. If you're in Puerto Rico, the island, the
0: Encanto. the no Oh my god. The <laughs> Encanto nunca ha matado a nadie.
1: never kills you. tu corazón. <laughs> Oh wow! Wow, inspiration. Okay. <laughs> Just that's be afraid song. for your heart. That's I it. I know. I'm like. There's been what the songs
0: fuck? written about it. <laughs>
1: El I'm gonna write that down. Write it down. Lyrics. Yeah, lyrics. <laughs>
0: Hashtag lyrics.
1: El encanto mató mi corazón. Is that your lyric?
0: Okay. Yeah, bueno, Kayla, introduce okay. your your guests for this culture talk. Oh my
1: god. Dale. We have two special guests. Is okay. Kayla and Manu. Welcome, guys. Hi.
0: Hello. What's up? Anyway, we took a break from our little bar crawl, because we're itching for the next beer, but we decided let's just take a break and we're gonna do a little chat, a little episode here. We're gonna talk about...
1: Being bilingual in Puerto Rico.
0: And the difficulties of that or the challenges or the blessings because sometimes it could be a positive, right? Yeah, of course. One of the difficulties for me that I realized, and I will be posting this, is GPS here is crazy.
1: It is crazy. (laughs) Did it change on you? No, we were drive. No no and we were using the GPS, right? And then all of the sudden we hear her voice saying, turn left into Calle San Juan Bosco or something like that. So instead of saying like street and they say calle, but then it's not even calle. It's, it's like Cal- Kale, Kale, Kale,
0: da 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 Torella, blah,
1: blah, blah. So, so all the names are in Spanish. Even then, like, calle, avenida, and all that are in Spanish, but the directions are in English.
0: So so it's a Spanglish. So GPS is g- speaking to you in Spanglish. Instead of choosing lanes, they're just... It's, ad- it. it's adapting. I
3: it's think... Ad- <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't. But think it's
0: confusing that. because you're hearing it and you're listening for directions that have to be directions have to be very clear mm-hmm. when you're driving, right? So you listen to directions. The directions saying, Two miles, turn left on San Andrés." And you're like, "What did they just say?"
1: Avenida Fernandez Huncos.
0: Yeah, and you're like, "What? What was that?" But it
1: said it very fast. So mm-hmm. I'm saying it slow, but the GPS said it very fast, so that. And it, it creates talks a new word that you don't even know what the fuck they're saying. Yeah. I think I would say that it's not exactly
3: bilingual because it's not actually reading in Spanish. It reads in English a Spanish word. So that's why it sounds like, And that's, you can't even make it out. Like A Spanish uh-huh. speaker would be like, what the hell is that? So we're fucked, because <laughs> you're never it's not a translator, it's a GPS. So it's just gonna be like turn left on whatever here word it go. reads.
4: Then turn left onto Avenival S your story, Nero toward real Piedras.
0: Did you understand what that was? I Let didn't. me play it again. Hold on, here we go. So I'm gonna play you guys a quick little clip of what I heard.
4: Take the exit, then turn left onto Avenida
1: S your story, B O Binero Tord Real Piedras.
0: Did you understand what Avenida that was? Rio Piedras. I understood Rio Piedras. I Avenida.
1: but I understood Piñera. Then turn left onto Avenida Jesus Rio Pinero toward Rio Piedras.
0: That's the problem. So your GPS can't do that, right? That's
1: right. Horrible.
0: So that's where bilingualism doesn't work, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Spanish doesn't work in that sense, no, right? No, the app
3: doesn't work. Oh, it's,
0: mm. it's trying, right? Yeah. I understand why it's happening, because it's really you have... Spanish-language streets, but you have an English GPS.
1: Everything is written in Spanish, and then they're trying to basically say what is on the system with their English voice. Which wouldn't whatever. probably
0: happen in France if I went to France, exactly. or if I went somewhere so it wouldn't happen. But that's because here it's both languages, then that's yeah. why it's, it's confusing. Yeah.
1: Yep. No, but wouldn't it happen in France? If you go to France, let's say, and the streets are in French or whatever. Then if you put the GPS there, then it will talk in All my French, French people
0: out there, let me know. What's up? Okay, how is it in that France? Now?
1: Can I do that now? <laughs> Maybe you can check Try if you're going it. to... Try
0: and change the language.
3: No, because I have it in English, but I'm going to look up something in French to see if it reads it
1: in, in French or in English. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, I
0: think the other issue is that it's how your phone is set. So if your phone is set to English, right, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to read to you if in, in English. English.
1: But then if it's in Spanish, then it's going to read in Spanish, which... It's not gonna be a problem if you're in Puerto Rico,
0: but if it tells you make make left on Le art de Triomphe or like the whatever the fuck, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, how are you gonna if you if you don't know French, you might not get what it's trying to tell right, you, and right. you might read it and be like, is that the word that the person just said? Right. Fuck, I le- I missed my left. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, that's one thing, but we really wanted to talk about also being bilingual in Puerto Rico and how did we.
0: If only we had. bilingual, right? If only we had some Puerto Rican bilinguals on the show that can explain to us what it was like to be raised in Puerto Rico <laughs> you did and correct. bilingual. You did. Wait, we have two right here. <laughs> Look at this. We have Kayla and hey,
1: Manu. <laughs> you did great. So how did you guys?
0: How did you guys learn English? Let's start there. Yes. Were you always bilingual, or did it happen mm-hmm. one, um, uh, one year? I'm pretty now.
4: sure I learned English by watching a lot of cartoons, Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. um, when I was a kid, okay. and then I grew up studying in a school that was all English, and only one Spanish class oh, in wow. every year.
1: That's challenging. So I'm can
4: I I'm pretty sure English would be my primary language. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. wow. I speak and write better in English, in English, in English than in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Very
0: interesting. That's cool. Kayla, how about
3: yourself? Extended yes. bilingual. <laughs> I'm. Okay, well, I learned like that too, uh, watching cartoons, I guess, as a kid. I was blessed, you know, enough to have my mom uh, put those annoying closed captions on the TV. Mm. So my little kid brain just absorbed basically uh, what I was watching, what I was hearing, and what I was reading. Mm-hmm. I really learned that way because when I got to school, yes, I had a nice uh, English teacher, but I wouldn't say that I learned in school. Mm hmm uh and also like uh, my family i never got to study in a bilingual school but my family did so i was talking like when i got together with my cousins that's when i would like get excited like <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> so, speak english, so, english, gonna speak
1: english. <laughs> 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 the little nerd <laughs> just like hey let's be excited, though like, yeah, it was just... it was like and it's also uh, like your own secret language in a way when you're little because Fuck. if your parents don't speak English, it's kind yeah. of like okay, now we can talk about things that they do And know cool better. things. And cool things,
0: yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that too, because sometimes when you're bilingual, you associate certain things with the land with certain languages. So like Spanish might be associated if you if you spend a lot of time with your grandmother, mm-hmm. it might be associated with things in the house. You know right. what I mean? But then English is like with fun stuff with your friends. You know things right. that you actually enjoy and mm-hmm. entertainment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or vice versa, maybe if, if you associate English with only school stuff. Yeah. Then you might think English is only like, ugh, math, science, history. Mm-hmm.
3: Long textbooks.
0: Yeah, and, and you might think it's boring, and then you go home and you think Spanish is fun, romantic, it's music, it's... So maybe, you know, it depends, I guess, how you're raised, who you're right. raised with, and how you pick up the language.
1: Yeah.
0: For, for me, I I we said this in a previous episode, we were talking about being bilingual, and I remember saying that um, I learned i definitely learned spanish first which is weird i was born in new york but i was raised by my mom my mom only speaks spanish so i I first must have learned spanish because i can't imagine my mother teaching me english and then once i went to school i started developing more english you know obviously you know between school age and being born there's gotta have been some english in there and tv and stuff like that but my mom was watching spanish tv and i would turn on something and stuff like that but for the most part my everyday language was Spanish. Like, my mother would tell me, Vaya a comer, venga, comida está lista, vaya limpia esto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bien. <Yeah. laughs> so, I mean, that's. The, I think that's a thing there. Yeah. What about you, Carla? I remember when our episode.
1: I, I learned English mostly in school, um, I'll say, because I didn't have cable. So, I couldn't watch the cartoons that my friends are talking about. <laughs> but um yeah i learned in school and then i think i got better at it once i got to high school and also uh, college because here the books are in english then the class is in spanish so basically you have to translate the information so that you can make sense of it um in most on Uh, Business administration classes and public relations classes, communication classes, that's the way it is. So I think that's how I got better at it, at speaking and understanding. But then once I moved to New York, definitely that was the big change where because of the need of you have to speak to someone, you have to work, you have to go to school. So it makes you that you create your own, I don't know, English understanding language, and then now I'm fluent uh, most than any other time when I was here in Puerto Rico.
0: I think there's levels to being bilingual too. Cause like, yeah, cause exactly. You speak English, I think you're always gonna probably have an accent. Yeah, In my opinion, always. you might. Mm-hmm. You, I, don't, I don't see you letting go of it, not because you can't, but I just think that your personality is attached to certain things, mm-hmm. that I don't think you would let go of your mm-hmm. Spanish accent in, in English. Um, but but I think there's levels to it, and I'm sure you guys see it here. Like, are there levels here to bilinguals, people who speak? Yeah. What are you guys? What's your experience?
3: I was gonna, you were talking about um, the textbooks were in English, yeah. and the classes maybe taught in Spanish. Yeah. That could be because maybe the professor didn't know like even a good amount of English, because right. we don't all have access to the same kind of uh, the, uh, the same kind of education. Like for example. He studied, he got to study in a school. I didn't, but I got to watch cable. She didn't get to watch cable. Like it's very right. different for everybody mm-hmm. around here. Like their access to English, how they get to practice it and whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely levels. Yeah. You got, like you say, uh, it took you to a whole new level that immersive experience of being in a country that moves in English. Exactly. Here You hear English, but we don't move in English. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's can, why it's different when you move and then you realize, oh, I didn't know as much or you realize two things or i didn't know as much as i thought i knew or mm-hmm. i know more than what i think I it, knew could or it could be both it could be both for you yeah so ah.
2: uh,
0: for you yeah. guys out there uh, a car just Stepped Stepping on some bottles and some things. I
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Spanish is fun because. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Diablo. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Expressions are way better.
3: Exactly. <laughs> definitely. I enjoy <laughs> it. Like, yeah. Way more expressive. Yeah. Um, English to me is fun because it's, uh, let's say, wittier in so many ways. There's a lot of wordplay. I enjoy puns and shit like that. I, you know, like, it's, it's very creative in that sense and rich but Spanish to me is just so fun. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's very creative as well, you know, and their imagery to mm-hmm. say some things. Yeah.
0: So I, I was I was raised in New York. My, my parents are from Colombia. You know, I, I had family mostly trying to go to the United States, not people trying to go back to Colombia as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but over here, and I, I would want to ask you guys, because over here in Puerto Rico, there is a connection between Puerto Rico and New York, a constant back and forth, the flow of people. Um, and that creates also another level of bilingualism because you're taking words from here, taking them over there, you're taking expressions from over there, bringing them back to, to, the, to Puerto Rico. It, does it become a subculture of Puerto Rico of people that travel back and forth versus people that don't go that often back and forth or have no reason to leave the island? Like, do you guys see that growing up?
1: Well, I, ha- I had an uncle that he lives in New York and he will come back. and. I guess the difference that you can see is maybe how people from New York that are Puerto Rican express themselves. When they come back, then, then you can see how maybe they communicate either in English or Spanish and then how they use the language. But I don't, I don't think we see as much, I mean, in at least me, I don't, I don't think we see as much interchange of expressions between one or the other. If anything, I've seen a lot of New Yorkers in New York that use a lot of Puerto Rican expression, but with in a quotes, whole,
0: in air quotes, <laughs> but
1: I'm condescending whole, air quotes with, with, for me with a whole different <laughs> accent because it's with the English accent, right. yeah, of a Puerto Rican, but it's a New Yorker. But okay, well, whatever. I don't, I don't think don't, I, know I can. People. I
4: understand what you're saying because where I work, I used to take. Uh, customer service calls for customers from New York, and a lot of them were Puerto Ricans in New York. And at the same time, I could either get a call from there or from somebody here in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. So every time I would answer that call, once they started speaking, I could tell either from Puerto Rico or they're Puerto Ricans in New York. Mm -hmm. They have a distinctive Accent too. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And like words they use. Do and they words, use any particular you?
4: Well,
0: um, like... I'm trying to remember. Will they uh, right code now, switch
3: between like message... definitely
0: code switching. Code yeah. switching. Yeah. Um, I'm re- you're probably, I think you're going to experience this now more Carla and you're probably going to speak on it later in a couple of years. When it becomes more obvious, now that you've left the island, now you come back, now you go back again, now you come back and then you're going to start to develop a new, I, I, you're going to start to identify mm-hmm. the language differences in people. And you're yeah. gonna start to see it a little more, you know. Like you were saying you were in I
1: mean I could definitely see it, so okay, I, I didn't want I don't wanna be specific, but <laughs> I had a, but I had a co coworker, right? That he I already said he, whatever. He is from Puerto Rico. Go with the air quotes. He? He. he? can be he, you it can be she, can gen- be it non- can be he. You can just assume it's gender. Whatever.
0: Specific. gender specific.
1: <laughs> no gender specific. No gender binary. Uh, so um, he started working with me, right? And and he's from Puerto Rico, too. I already continued, whatever. Bueno, <laughs> he's from Puerto Rico, too. <laughs> <Okay>. Bueno.
4: <laughs> bueno, <laughs> bueno.
1: <laughs> bueno, Ya Ya <laughs> Ya, exacto. Ya pa qué. Learn that phrase. <laughs> ya pa qué. <laughs> But okay, so uh, he was from Puerto Rico too, right? And right away when he knew I was from Puerto Rico, he started speaking to me in Spanish and with a heavy, heavy Puerto Rican accent, even heavier than me. So I was like, am I not that Puerto Rican? Have I been here for too long? Am I too educated? that?" I'm not that Puerto Rican anymore. And then I kind of like understood that what's we a, all...
0: But what's a Puerto Rican accent?
1: What's a Puerto Rican accent? I, get you what st- you, I can get what you mean.
0: Yeah, but I can, can I have, get, an, can I have a, an
1: example?
3: I can sense there's different... Si.
0: Okay. Esplayao. <laughs> oh, come on. There we go. Now we're getting to the nitty-gritty. <laughs> Spell it. What is that, please? G <laughs> <laughs> P. <GP. laughs> <laughs> please, tell me, GP. Es <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Make Es that Es Esplayao playa. Eh playao. So you guys play-o.
0: think it for granted. You guys think everybody knows this. <laughs> it's Nobody
4: be... knows what the Jose playao.
3: No. No, we don't. I don't
4: I don't pretend
3: cuz everybody
4: in but that change of S to the J. I don't even know what S <laughs> is playao. What is that? <laughs> it, it means to be, <laughs> um how
1: can I say? New play-o? word. Como como <laughs> S- Bueno, <laughs> es como Piernas abiertas, pero no es piernas abiertas. No, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Pero espérate, porque es <laughs> playa, porque es
0: playado. <laughs> we are entering okay. new territory here, people.
3: <laughs> context, we gotta give it context. We're okay. talking about the open legs. Okay, but it means in the sense que como here we go. Why can't I
0: get two. a definition? What's esplayado? <laughs> esplayado. Is it a real oh, word? urban dictionary. Is it a real Exacto. word? Uh-huh. For Puerto
3: Rico. For Puerto Rico.
4: Is it
0: a real word?
1: It is for us. It's, it's an expression.
4: No, is it a real word? Can I find
0: that?
1: Esplayado. It can refer I'm to someone, someone right. who's loud. T- someone <laughs> who's like. <laughs>
0: thank you very much. Sir. Who's very loud. Somebody's on Somebody's on the job, here.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 loud. Not loud,
1: pero como ordinario. Ordinario, eso es lo que era, ordinario. Eso es lo que era, él era un ordinario.
0: Okay, okay, all right, all
1: right.
3: Esplayado. Okay, I'll do an example. Since I can't define it, I'll be like, okay, en vez de yo hablarte así, bien correctamente,
1: pues mera, Cristian, pues te voy a hablar así y voy a arrastrar. Mera, pero tú estás en toa. Mera, padre, pero tú estás adelante.
4: like It's like almost saying on culture, but not es really. Well, li- like, like, I wouldn't say Yeah, yeah, it's, I wouldn't
3: either, but
0: it's, it's... But literally, is it a word in ordinary. a dictionary?
4: It's
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: it's, it's not it's ordinary, no. 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 It's not a word in the
0: dictionary. It's not a word in the dictionary.
1: It's not a word in the dictionary,
0: no. It's a slang. It's, it's very a word slang. we use. Esplayado.
1: Esplayado. We're gonna help you understand. Where
0: does it come from? What word? The root of what word? Playado? No, esplayado, <laughs> no. esplayado,
1: esplayarse. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm sorry. You, you can repeat it five times. You didn't give me the definition. I'm go- well, I'm going to
3: get on. I'm
1: getting to the origin. Let me see. Okay, bueno. El punto es que... i
0: este, este
1: muchacho...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he he was um like that, like very... um I wouldn't say on culture, but I would say maybe Esparcirse. too comfortable in his own Esparcirse. language that he couldn't code switch and uh, within...
0: A, prof- a professional setting. Got a it. A professional setting. I understand that.
1: Or a Lat- more, more like a professional setting. It's more like a Spanish switch because I can speak like a Puerto Rico, like like we speak in Puerto Rico, but I try to speak a little bit more proper. What is it? All right, we the have Kayla. That
4: That's the same one that I found, but I didn't find it.
3: But I don't have fucking Pinterest. Me Shit. Either. But anyway, here it kind of says uh, something that is wide open. Esplayao, that's why we're using the like open thing. But something, something that wide is wide open. open.
0: Esplayao.
1: Which means that it's basically maybe that it's not like I have, in order.
3: I have, okay, but the example, so you can get on that
0: okay, like, go ahead, wide
3: open. Me. Example, dejé la casa con la puerta esplayao.
0: No abierta. No abierta, no. Esplaya. Esplaya. It
3: can, it can listen to this. I'm laughing because reading it with like the S is even funny because playa es una palabra tan esplaya. It has to be brought like to the esplaya. We got to do the whole slang conversion of it. It can be with the S. Because
0: right. It feels
1: yeah. weird. Deje Exacto. la puerta esplaya. esplaya.
3: Exactly. No es playa, es playa. La dejaste abierta, es playa bien a- abierta,
4: bien a- abierta. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like those words that you, you trade the r for the l.
3: Yeah, You, yeah. you gotta go full slang on it. You That's can't half-ass slang it.
0: Okay, bueno, so he was speaking es, bien es playa. El
1: punto es que <laughs> I get I, I understood. <laughs> I have understood. <laughs> I understand (laughs) that when I'm speaking with other Latinos or other people that speak Spanish in the same setting, I cannot speak like I speak in Puerto Rico because they're not going to understand shit of what I'm saying. So I understand that when I'm speaking with other people that speak Spanish, I need to be aware that they need to understand me. And maybe they're from Colombia, they're from Mexico, they're from Argentina. And they're not going to understand shit if I speak like I speak here or with the slang that I use here. So this guy, he was using a lot of slang, of Puerto Rican slang, like, he came from Puerto Rico like two days ago. And I was like, wow. And and then I was starting to be like, okay, I understand. I'm this type of Puerto Rican. He's this type of Puerto Rican. And even within the island, we are all different in the way we speak and the way we, we express each other. Our
0: to each other. Got or I ourselves Got you, I got you, I okay, got you. Okay, okay.
1: me entiendes? Ya te entendi.
0: <laughs> Entienden, well, members But,
1: but that's, that's an example. Okay, I I don't I don't even know what was the first question. Well, the, okay. the,
0: the first part of it was that you'd be identifying different levels of, of Spanish. And, and oh, Puerto...
1: and another thing I was going to say when we were talking about <laughs> levels of bilingualism, <laughs> I was going to say that in Puerto Rico it's very interesting because even people that don't know English, like proper English right. by um, going to school and learning it or reading or whatever, they know English because in Puerto Rico for example to uh, estacionamiento we call it a parking like right. a parking is a parking
0: Exactly uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and things hamburgers. like huh? hamburgers. hamburgers hot dogs I'm guess, hamburger. Hamburger hamburgers hamburger or hot dog baby shower uh, Baby shower. We talked about that Yeah, today. we talked
0: about today, baby shower. Yeah. Exactly. We so, went to a baby shower today, and I was trying to understand how do you say baby shower in Spanish, and there was no Spanish word for baby shower. De
1: niños.
0: Yeah. Ducha de, ducha de niños.
1: niños. That's what we said? That
0: sounds horrible. Do. Que fuerte. That's how we got here.
3: Una ducha de niños is how we got here. That's what <laughs> we said. <laughs> <place>.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um what I was going to say is that for example even my mom that she doesn't know English yeah, or I was she thinks of that she too. doesn't know English she does she, knows, she, a she knows a lot of English because of the relationship that we have with United States and because of the way things happen. So
0: that is yeah. that is true Carla. That yeah, is very true.
3: Fine, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just I'm reading posts. <laughs> I'm trying to find the freaking like something better to explain it to you. <laughs> and I'm just watching other
0: words. Well, another interesting one that I saw today, which was hilarious, was in the menus. We were eating, we had brunch today. and uh, We oh, went to a great place. True. Actually, a great place recommends everybody called, uh, what is it called? Uh, Bistro Café. Bistro Café. Not Café Bistro. Bistro Bistro Café. Café, Put it, flip it. Okay. So Bistro Café, long line, very trendy spot, I'm sure. We got to wait for an hour and a half,
1: but okay, it was worth it. I'm sure
0: social media had a lot to do with that, but uh, Yeah. yeah, so they had a menu and they had pancakes and all that, and it was just really interesting to find something called Panqueques, and I'm like, what's a pancake <laughs> and i'm looking i'm like i think i know what it is and i'm guessing what it is but i don't know what it is so and carla what's I a pancake say. and she said you know a pancake <laughs> pancake and i'm like okay you,
3: <laughs> to... you should know this just speak spanish and i'm like
0: but what's up a... i know yeah. what a pancake is i know what a pan cake is it's a cake in a pan it's a pancake uh-huh. it comes from that it's from I said, but what's... I said, why panqueque? And she goes, I don't know, porque pan, panqueque, porque hecho con pan. Uh, and I'm like, no, that comes from uh, pan, uh, from the frying pan. Uh, it's not bread. <laughs> it's not a bread cake. <laughs> it's a pancake. <laughs> but they spelled it. But they spelled it in the menu. No, no, because it's the pan. It's not the same I, thing. No, it's
1: like the panqueques is actually used in many countries. Yeah.
0: So panqueque.
1: It is a word. Yeah. It is the Spanish word. Look For at it. Pancakes. Did you even? Back know? on
0: Google. Here we go. Oh, yeah, take over.
3: I she looked it up. up. I looked it up, and I know it. <laughs> yo, yo. It is a word. Did you even look it up? No, he didn't. But
1: look at it. Look at it. Pancakes. Pancakes. That's the word we use in Spanish for. We didn't make it. And up. it's not that we made it up, like. But we make words. up words. We yeah, do. Yeah, but not this one. <laughs> <laughs> not this
3: one.
0: <laughs> Hold on. Let's go to the dictionary.
1: Oh my Dude, god. Dude, it's there. Bueno, pancakes son pancakes. It's an urban dictionary. <laughs> I am or far dicks.
3: too busy receiving my free pancakes from <laughs> Jesus Christ. <Great>. What?
1: <laughs>
0: So uh, yeah,
3: bueno. there's a lot of ways to say like in Spanish different things that okay. I not, I may not know from other countries. Is there a word? Queque? What? It's Un queque que haces en el pan. No, it's not, doesn't work the same there's way. There's
0: thing, it's, it's a queque. No, a, no, so it's just so it is
1: I mean, maybe it was taken from English into Spanish. Maybe. Okay, it was taken from <laughs> English Spanish Spanish. etymology. It's
4: to say queque.
1: Salten kek, exacto. Don't say,
0: don't porque... <laughs> well, salten I don't have a, pro- don't have a problem cake. with the pan, I have a problem more with the keke part. Salten bizcocho. That's bicocho. the part, I have the problem I ca- with salten. the word. But it's because it not say pan al frying pan, so
3: we're not doing that same but,
0: thing. But even the pan, I don't have a problem. It's the keke part that I have a problem. I have all the parts
1: that I have a problem
0: with, it's the keke. Sartem. Because I've been I pon, I but pon is pon, pon. Pon queque.
3: Panqueque, panqueque, like. panqueque. There you go. Pa. No, it's why? not. Ponque. Ay, ponque, ponque.
0: Ponque. ponque, ponque. Ponque, Dime,
1: dime ponque. Por que Por que ponque? <laughs> Por que ponque. ponque? It's really this, queque de cake,
3: sartén de pan. I'm going to look more into it, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, well. So.
1: I know there, there are things like that uh-huh.
0: and that's interesting and yeah. that is something that develops and becomes more common and then you don't you forget the root of where things come from right and then it, that's other levels of bilingualism where you were saying people know English without even knowing that they know English right It's true I'm sure that uh, you know the interesting about this conversation for me is that mm-hmm. we're talking at this point 2019, in ten years, it'll be a whole new story, and a new generation of Puerto Ricans mm-hmm. with another level of bilingualism.
1: And there's a lot of people leaving the island, which means that definitely it's gonna be a new. Generation.
0: Because it w- I, I would say, from my experience, I'm a lot older. Yes, you are. <laughs> You'd have to jump to that one, but I threw it out there to feel it out. <laughs> I need confirmation. <laughs> but I'm jump I'm in older. Jump any time
3: to say I'm not Carla.
0: I remember I remember a time that Puerto Rico was more Spanish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember coming to Puerto Rico and, and being like, it was already kind of bilingual, but it wasn't as American as it is. Right. And it's not that long ago, it's in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, first time I came to Puerto Rico, I was in high school, I was 15. And I remember back then, Puerto Rico was like, you know, Puerto Rico was like menudo. And like, you come down and people are like, salsa. And people are like, you know, ah, gonna go gonna go to the beach and that's it you know what i mean and and it's like there's tourists here but it's like it wasn't like a thing it was like it was still puerto rico it was still like the beaches salsa and it was mostly spanish and there was people that spoke english with an accent they would kind of translate for you if you needed help mm-hmm. but I was bilingual so it wasn't a problem but but you could tell that like the majority of the people were speaking Spanish mm-hmm. with a little bit of English now
1: everybody's, everybody's
0: speaking English, speak English.
1: yeah very and it's very
0: just very in my nice. lifetime yeah. yeah it's in my lifetime and I'm just saying like it's interesting that we're having this conversation because I like that that in a couple of years let's say 10 more years 15 more years we might see a different Puerto Rico a different level of English different type of Spanish as well yep which is mm-hmm. interesting also because also Spanish oh. is changing
1: yeah the so probably
0: Spanish here is changing as well.
1: That's, maybe that's a good question for you guys. Do you guys feel like living here? What? Tacky. Cafre is tacky.
3: A playa would be tacky. Ah. Um, kind of. Wow. So you can get that. Wow.
0: Kayla went deep. <laughs> she went deep. I like was this. not
3: going <laughs> to leave you hanging. You were very concerned about not getting <laughs> playa. I needed to. No, and was going to eat her el up. She <laughs> She's going
4: to call me like, playao, Yeah.
1: <laughs> <have> <laughs> Eflayao is tacky. Eflayao is tacky, just to make it. A tacky person,
3: out. that's what she meant when the guys started talking to her like that, in a tacky way. It's true. In a tacky type of Spanish, you know, like, I'm sure ghetto. Ta- tacky's got an interesting
0: that's root, root though, probably. Word. Yeah. And we don't Taki know de that,
3: tati, but... The <laughs> All
0: right, so we were talking... <laughs> right.
3: So uh-huh. you're a very deep question. I'm. T- you're a very deep question that was no, coming it's not up not that first. deep. I was
1: <laughs> I was going to ask that.
0: Very superficial, on the street corner in San Francisco. <laughs>
1: For you guys that you guys live here, work in here, everything else, um, how do you think that maybe Spanish have changed? Do you guys communicate more in English or in Spanish? With family members or with friends, whatever,
4: both? Or? With family members, I would say Spanish, with yeah. friends, English. At work, both.
3: Yeah. Depends on who I'm with, exactly. Cause mm-hmm. for example, in my house, my mom only speaks Spanish, like she may understand some English, but it's not going anywhere, so it's like right. it's like my secret language, like you said mm-hmm. <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but like let's say for example with Manu, and also depends on what we're talking about. If we're like joking around, we'll usually do it in Spanish.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But if we're talking about I don't know, certain topics which we'll yeah English a lot. Mm-hmm. You guys for that Spanish is
0: changing here? Like, is there an old type of Puerto Rican Spanish versus a new type of Puerto Rican Spanish? Like, can you hear somebody talking and being like, uh oh, this guy sounds like he's talking from the 1970s. Mm. And then you hear somebody else speaking and like, well, this person sounds like a young Puerto Rican person in Spanish.
3: Yeah, yeah, like old people, very old people still maintain some of their, you know, words, like...
4: Yeah, slangs like and... Generational, they're and generational not going to get... como se Uh-huh. You
3: know, like, sayings. Sayings.
4: sayings. Yeah, at least with my grandma and my grandpa, yeah.
3: For example, I have to, like, explaining pichea to my mom a few years back, you know? when the You
0: gotta explain it to me right now, let's go. Pichea? Pichea. <laughs>
3: pichea? I have an Instagram. Forget about
0: it. I think we talked forget about
4: it once. Forget about it, yeah. You explained it to me and it, it had nothing pichea to do with it. is really, literally forget okay. about it, mm-hmm. but it's taken from the word pitch, as in pitching in baseball. Mm-hmm. What do you do with a pitch? You throw it away. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> There's an Instagram. So,
4: pitch it the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's an Instagram, I'm gonna do a little plug. There's an Instagram uh, page that is dedicated to that. It's called uh, the Boricuare and it talks about Puerto Rican words and I think it's really good, provides a lot of context. There's two bacalaitos talking. Bacalaitos is (laughs) a cod fritter we have in the island and they've sort of like uh, made them into fun drawings. And one is saying, I can't find my shoes. And the other one, the bacalaito friend says, Pichea, use these ones. Forget
0: about it. Right. Uh, Like,
3: don't let it, you know? You read it so you learn. You get
0: the opportunity Pichar Translates to forget it, ignore it, or to ditch. It can be used for situations or people. You can tell your friend to forget about a guy picheale. Or you can say (laughs) you don't want to go out so you'll have to ditch your friends or picharles.
3: Picharles, but But the thing is important. Pichar and ditch is very very key here. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. And
1: the thing about this word that we were talking about... For me that threw me off
0: is that in, Colum- in Colombian Spanish, Colombian slang, pichar is to fuck. So when you're always wow. when you're always telling pichalo, I'm just like, oh, everybody just wants to fuck everybody. <laughs> sure. Like literally it's pichar, like you say, oh, I'm in this place like, <laughs> the,
3: Mami pichea, your mom's like badgering on you. Mami pichea, and I'm like, go fuck,
1: <laughs> 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 have some fun.
0: Pichea <laughs> loco, and I'm like
1: exactly. Oh my! god will
0: do. <laughs> I No, but that word always throws me off for of that. I can't get yeah. I can't get your my original context of it out of my out head. Out of it. Yeah. So when I hear it, I'm like, but it makes sense. I get it totally. From an English word, pitch, and then you say pichea and then that's
3: yeah. It's like when we see beach. Exactly. When we see bicho in other places, it means like insect or whatever. Bicho mm-hmm. to us is a penis, a very slang way to say penis. Yeah. And I'm fucking like 12. If you say it in a context that I find it funny, I'm just like penis.
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and, and um, at work also, a lady, she's from Argentina, and she started saying that, she started saying something bicho, And I, I was like, oh my God. And so then no, I was <laughs> trying to explain that that's what it means in Puerto Rican Spanish.
4: <laughs> and in our
1: slang. So it was super funny. No, and then she was and like. And people
4: like, here say, me están picando los bichos. And you're like.
1: <laughs> exactly.
4: Penises <he, laughs> <laughs> are biting me. What
1: the <laughs> And you, you get that mental picture of a lot of penises. Of oh my god. <laughs> oh, but so this So
3: many tips <laughs> No, but this is when <laughs> we get. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is when we get really colorful here. Colorful, colorful here. <laughs> me, have you heard, me importa un bicho.
0: Mmm, no. Or I have you heard
3: huele well, bicho? Yeah.
0: Yep.
3: Pesca bicho. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many fun ways to go with that.
0: Fishing dicks.
3: Fishing dicks. Pesca bicho. let just say, like, someone is being, it's like synonymous de cabron. Right. Like, you're being a dick. Yeah, exactly. You're being a dick. Yeah, that's it. But <laughs> pesca bicho. Huele <laughs> bicho. Huele bicho? Dick sniffer?
0: Dick sniffer. Yeah, that <laughs> one That one also, uh, also used to throw me off a little bit. Masca bicho? Masca oh. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: Okay. The
3: The Oh yeah, lambe lambe bicho. bicho. So. The fun part is this is where we uh, make it very Boricua. Yep. A woman, it doesn't change for her. She's just a huele bicha. Doesn't matter if bicho cannot be a bicha. We make it, and it's yeah. the same.
0: Oh, you make it feminine. Yeah, huele bicha,
3: pescabicha, Ella es una huele bicha. (laughs) Tu eres un huele bicho. Nosotras somos huele bichos. Ellas son unas huele bichas.
0: So a dick can be feminine.
3: Exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: Interesting.
3: Yes. As an adjective, we, we, an adjective, it. we make
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need all the inf- all the infinity stones for that, huh? Nope. You can just make right, it. Exactly. You can just take it. And it's like, <laughs> words don't control us. We control words. <laughs>
1: yes.
3: <laughs> all words are made up, baby. Yep.
0: <laughs> all right. So I think we explored plenty there in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think the conclusion here on the street of T- Santurce is that, that... You
1: have to keep being holy. open. So you have to um, keep being open to both languages, English and Spanish, and keep learning.
0: Well, I don't think it's an express yourself. I don't think it's a negative <laughs> talk. I don't
1: communicate. Think, I don't think it's you a also.
0: negative. I think I think it's it's a it's a fact. It's a state of reality here, and there's no way of fighting it. Of but did you ever get shade for speaking English? You, shade. 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 Yeah. Like, did, w- did you ever growing up end up in a spot where you were speaking English and people were like, ah, oh, yeah. gringo, gringa. Still happens. Yeah. It
3: does. Ah, really? I, I didn't,
0: Tennessee. I'd like to get you, you, that. You'll hear
4: over here like, ah, you're in Puerto Rico, speak Spanish. I'm like, I'll speak whatever the fuck I want. Seriously? Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: But yeah. And there's, it's the same
4: like out there. Never like, heard this. They're like, ah, speak English. You're in
1: America. And in school, exactly. and, like, and in school, people that, pal- people that will speak English, they'll be like the little group that... Just like nerds. English. Yeah. Nerds. 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 speak English. Because and any what's more coming from ignorance, ignorance of yeah. people that don't speak english or that fluently to be like oh but why are you guys speaking english like, like why you want to feel you. like um, yeah, superior more, yeah superior than than mm-hmm.
4: i think it's intimidation yeah they, they, they would feel intimidated yeah maybe because they didn't know and then they'll come out just saying the words that they know uh and like, dude what the <laughs> fuck is your problem <laughs>
0: Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, fuck right. out of here. so, was there ever a time that you that you kind of repressed it, like that you just sort of, like avoided speaking English? No, no. Yeah. fuck no, no. That's interesting. It's great. I didn't think about that. The people that do. Mm-hmm. At well, least for uh, uh, me, uh, personally speaking, I, I don't suppress it. Mm-hmm. Like, like for me in, in New York, I don't get to speak Spanish that often. I mean, now you know, being married to Carla, now we speak Spanish a lot, and I get to speak a lot more Spanish, but. Honestly, in, in, in my daily environment, I don't, I, there's no reason for me to speak Spanish. Like, like at the end of the day, the guy who's taking out the garbage will give me a, hola, como esta? And that's it, like, that's all it is. That's the extent of my Spanish all day. And, uh, you know, except now that, that we're, you know we live together, but, but, uh, so if I ever had to speak Spanish, it would, it would feel a little awkward, it would feel a little weird. And in a, there's been plenty of times growing up that I used to feel like people would, if I started speaking Spanish, people would kind of be like, oh, what's going on here? And they'd kind of like, the mood would change, the tone would change, like, wait, why are we speaking Spanish? People would start backing off.
3: I got, uh, last time I went to New York, uh, this has never happened before, but I got called out in a very, uh, really, really ugly way on the train. There was this chick who, she all of a sudden she just like bursted out. I hate these Spanish-speaking motherfuckers. This is fucking America. You speak English here. If you want to say something, tell me. You say it in fucking English. Cause she thought that someone was, was like making fun of her or something. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never saw anything, whatever. But yeah, she just bursted out with that. And like me and my friends were talking Spanish, and we we're just like, Cara, ¿jole pasaste? Como que cabrón, yo voy a seguir hablando español. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to butt into my conversation, mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, I mean, I've never felt that way before. Honestly, it was just that incident. Right, mm-hmm.
4: like attacked.
3: Uh, yeah, no, it was it was a hard ass attack. Like right. my friend and I were like, the fuck is she gonna kill us now? She's gonna slap us? Like, it was very angry,
1: honestly.
0: Do you think that uh, politicians here in Puerto Rico should be speaking Spanish or English or both? both? Both. both.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely both. And when we have a representative that goes to fucking Congress and they don't even know what the fuck they're saying in English, is embarrassing because of the type of relationship that we have with the United States, it should be a given that any politician has to know English and Spanish and be fluent in English.
0: Should teachers speak Spanish and English? Did, did you have teachers that only spoke Spanish? Yeah, <laughs> of course.
3: I have teachers that taught English and I knew that they were teaching me things that were wrong. As wow. a kid, as a kid, I was like, that's not, it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Just glaring at them like, "It's not what it. What are you saying? That's not it.
0: Do you think that police and medical people here should be speaking Spanish and English?
4: Yes. I believe so. Yeah. Because, I mean, for them, you never, at least for, let's say, doctors and nurses, you never know who you're going to treat. So, how are you going to be able to treat them if you don't understand what the hell they're saying? Right.
3: And
0: do, do you think that all police and all medical people speak both languages? Or do you think no, no. no, I no I don't. Don't believe they don't. They speak Spanish.
3: Not everybody has access to the same education. I, exactly. I would <laughs> say
4: most would understand it and maybe speak some. But I don't think they're at least bilingual,
3: like fully bilingual. Fully
4: bilingual, yeah. Yeah. But honestly, I, I as long as you can understand the other person, I don't find anything wrong with that. Like for example, they used to make fun of our previous governor because he spoke English broken down, Bro- very mm-hmm. sorry, like broken English. Uh, but he could still communicate, you know, and I respect that. You're still trying, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And it's not he's not an idiot. Like most people would just, mm-hmm. ah, moron mira, no hablar dude. It doesn't he's
0: make he's you an idiot. He's still speaking, you know? <laughs> he, he, he has there ever been a push? Thing. Has there ever been a pushback where people have been like, no, I don't I don't think... Esto es Puerto Rico, no se habla inglés. Why do we have these people? They shouldn't be trained in English. Have you ever felt that pushback where people have been like, no, why are they speaking English? I don't want my politicians, politicians speaking English.
3: I would say, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah, I'm
4: pretty sure there's
0: people here yeah. that just The want generations
3: Spanish. like our parents, and for example. All, yeah. They'll want their politicians to talk to them, address them in Spanish, because
1: that's what they know, that's what Mm -hmm. they feel comfortable with. This is a Spanish-speaking country. But I think it also depends on the political party. Right. Because if we're talking about the PNP's, right, they're going to be all about, yeah, we have to speak English, it doesn't matter the age, I think.
0: And in a bilingual environment, should they be required to be bilingual? They pop into my head like, "Wow, they really are." They being trained mm-hmm. to be bilingual, or is it still a weird thing? Like, no, but this is Puerto Rico. We only speak Spanish. If you speak Spanish, that's good enough. If you know some English, that's good enough. But what if you're in a truly bilingual environment, where maybe you do have like people here that only speak English? Mm-hmm. Then they do need to speak English, I think, to be fully immersed. And you're paying for them. Yeah. That's another reason why I refer to those people specifically: politicians, cops. And medical people is because we're the ones that are kind of support, we need those people and we support those people, right? Like that's different than let's say you're entertainers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are people that for the country to function, you gotta kind of lay down some some structure, some foundation. And and I don't know if that's been discussed ever, if anybody's ever- No. I
4: mean, I would say I would prefer if they would just generally speak Spanish because we're in puerto rico but you know it's good that they also can speak english that's
0: like in new york we we in new york i feel like there is a, a push to have people be bilingual
1: yeah
0: in those positions yeah especially because the the areas that are the usually have more emergencies right are people that are, are speak other languages
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what i mean and then i'm just thinking here is it is there another side to that coin you know like my bartender i don't care if my bartender speaks spanish only, or English only. It's a bartender, you know, we'll figure it out. But, like, people that have to respond and... Say, like, important yeah. positions. Yeah. Things that are important yeah, to that's... Yeah, general public. Life and
1: death, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I wonder if the... If the uh... I guess
1: that we don't have a fully bilingual population yet, and maybe that's why it's not up an important issue for the ones hiring these police officers or firefighters or whatever um, to make them that they have to speak English because the reality is uh, we know English, we know Spanish, but the majority of people that live here know Spanish and they communicate in Spanish. So Mm -hmm. there's not a need, I mean, me looking at it from this perspective, right, there's not a need for them to To be, um, yeah, uh, yeah, about like they have to speak English, so maybe that's why Mm. we don't have them, yeah.
0: Interesting, thank you. (laughs) Until, yes,
1: until then, you know, I don't know if you guys saw this news that they were saying that now, uh, Puerto Rico the economy is booming because there's a (laughs) lot of houses (laughs) um, that (laughs) are on sale, but these houses are mansions that. Oh. The middle class in Puerto Rico cannot purchase them. So the people that are coming to purchase them are definitely rich people from the United States or other countries right. coming to buy these houses. So until we don't get that large migration of these people with money, I don't think it's not going to be a point that firefighters, police officers have to speak English. When we see them here, I think maybe that's when everything might change a little bit more. Um, yeah, those. Because we implement that exactly. Because they're gonna, gonna, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be like now I mean, they're here now.
0: I mean, to have a, to have police specifically, to mm-hmm. have police become 100% bilingual, it's just a matter of including that in their training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that one of the requirements is uh, you're gonna exclude a lot of people. You're gonna lose speak, a lot of people. Just, but you know But what? then who
3: teaches them? But then who like it's a lot. Then
0: you gotta get the teachers, and you yeah. have to get that. Which is the, the structure is kind of there a little There's bit.
1: There's no money. I mean, there's no, no money funding. for general training for them to be police officers, like real police, proper police, yeah, proper proper police. police officers. Mm-hmm. You think they're going to have money to add another layer to, language. to the know. training?
4: I know a few years ago, I don't know if it's changed recently, but the only requirement, at least the minimum requirement for you to try and become a police officer was just a high school diploma.
1: Mm-hmm. They don't need anything more. So,
4: you know, you got that e- education, wherever, either if you came from a bilingual school or just a pure purely Spanish-speaking school, you could become a police officer. So those are police officers that, you know, either barely know or know absolutely no English. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
3: And there's another and thing. And that's
4: what I would change too. I would say you would need a, you may need a higher education. Me for too, You're, yeah. yeah. You know,
1: because <laughs> that's if you don't know any English, and mm-hmm. then
4: a tourist comes and he's trying to explain to you that he got robbed, and you're like, Yeah, I'm sure, sure. You know what the hell? How the hell are you gonna communicate with that mm-hmm.
2: person?
4: And then you gotta maybe call for backup, and that's just more of a mess. Ah, oh, give me something that speaks, someone that speaks English. Yeah. Also, I mean
0: yeah, go
4: ahead.
3: No, just just uh, just a little bit more on that. The interest on their part to actually learn English, like at this point in the game, would it even be there? I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think it would be very very. It'd be a process to like get them to be like, you need this. You need to sit down and learn this. It'll be like, I know it's. Mm -hmm. We are this way. That's the way it is. Mm -hmm. Fuck it and chuck it. Deal
4: with it. Uh,
3: Deal with it. Yeah. Deal with
4: it. We are this way.
1: So lo que hay.
4: (laughs) 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 So lo que hay. con (laughs) eso.
3: Yeah.
1: And, and that's another thing. You would um, have to change the mentality police. of people like, wanting to
0: learn English, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. And police officers, they don't even speak po- speak uh, proper Spanish.
0: <laughs>
1: you think they're going to speak proper English?
0: Well, well...
1: Or at least a basic English. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, some of them might, in, in,
3: in the sense, again, maybe they were exposed to something at some point in uh, in their lives, and they know some English, like, uh, like Jimmy. Jimmy's a police officer,
4: mm-hmm.
3: so... You know.
4: And he knows English. And he knows
3: English. So,
4: yeah. yeah. I guess it comes down to the education
2: uh-huh. here.
4: And I can speak for that because I had a friend that used to work for uh, the community college uh, in San Juan. It's called Colegio Universitario de San Juan. It's run by El Municipio, by San Juan, uh, by the government here. And uh, that person used to work in admin- in admissions. And uh, that school basically would take in basically every student that failed, but they didn't necessarily fail. The thing is, it's funny because they came in with their uh, grades from high school and they graduated with D's and F's. Mm. And you would say, how the hell would you graduate these kids? Mm So it's basically, you can see that just teachers that didn't give a shit,
3: right. you know, they're
4: like, oh, you know what? Get the hell out of the school. Right. Either let's say for different reasons, maybe they're troublemakers, um, you know, they, they just didn't care about learning, but they just found a way to beat the system and, and, and push them out. And mm-hmm. then they would apply to colleges and who the hell is going to, you know, a good college is not going to take a person with a D average or an F average. Right. Wow. I
3: know I know. someone who studied there, and I remember uh, him telling me, like, you know, in my school we just, uh, we just show up, we fuck around, and they tell us to hand in shit, but they don't even really care about what we hand in. As long as we hand in something, you know, it could literally be that very crappy copy paste thing from Wikipedia, and they'll take it. Just present something, we'll give you the grade, and you'll go with your diploma. That's it.
0: Well, so that was. Uh, I'm
4: still
1: getting paid out of here. Uh huh.
0: That was my food for thought, that question. Ah. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm curious if, if with time, you know, the more um, time passes, the more the connection between Puerto Rico and the United States, now the mainland, you know, now Puerto Rico is, people are beginning to understand that it's, you know, the island connected to the mainland maybe they'll begin to start to explore, you know, actually putting a structure of bilingualism, not just accidentally creating bilinguals, but actually making it a standardization. I mean, I don't know how people are going to receive it. I know it's political. Mm -hmm.
4: I would just enforce it, really, because, you know, it's, it's, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, there shouldn't be anything wrong with it. The same thing in the United States,
0: mm-hmm. there should be in the mainland, there should mm-hmm. not be something wrong with speaking Spanish. There shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, they really it really should. shouldn't. It should be Either just way, another language, another tool.
2: Yeah. Either way, English, tool?
4: English is well, one of the most common languages out there yeah. and, and, you know, people speak
1: that.
0: It's a lingua that. franca. I a term, lingua franca.
1: Lingua franca. So, it's basically the language or.
0: The common language.
1: The common language that is used. For trade. Let's say I uh, have for trade. In this case, mm-hmm. it will be for business. So, mm-hmm. English is the language that is used for business. Doesn't matter if someone is from China, exactly. someone is from Spain. That's the way they're going to communicate is with English. The so universal language. So the
0: universal language. So, lingua so so like mm-hmm. franca comes from Europe, where in the Mediterranean, at, at different times, different languages were the lingua franca, and that becomes. A mutt of different a combination of all the different languages. So it's like Italian was one time, mm-hmm. then it was Spanish, mm-hmm. then it was something else, and then those words begin to blend together and then they start to form their own language. And that language is Lengua Franca. And then at that time if they were fishermen, then they would use that language to communicate. At this point in time with technology and everything, the internet, mm-hmm. this podcast, things are in English. Mm-hmm. Majority. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so th- but it's a bastardized English, an English that's mixed with other languages. It's not a pure English. Yes. There's no pure, real English. But yes. All right. Let's go drink. <laughs> this yeah. is our, we have met the 57-minute mark.
1: Wow. wow. Good conversation, so yeah. That's a full episode. Good job,
0: yeah. Thank you for all your help, Carla. You did a great job on the Google searching. The way great job on that panqueque. Great job on all those words you looked anything. for.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: panqueque. Que malo. Do you get a playao? I got
0: a splaya. Thank you for your work. I, I was actually really thanking you. I hope you guys understood that, <laughs> that. That I wasn't really talking about Carla.
3: We can finish the episode with you understanding a playao. I like did.
0: I understood a yeah. playao. That was a that, if I if this 50 7 minutes was worth anything It was me knowing What Esplayao is (laughs) Yeah Um, But thank you guys Thank you guys for joining us Thank you for having us Thank you for having us And uh, I know all the spoilers For Game of Thrones I will not tell you And I know all of them And a lot of the stuff We talked about earlier Sorry All right. Another episode in the bag.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) So we got a lot of Game of Thrones to watch. Yes. A lot of margaritas to make. HBO
1: now. HBO now. I made it happen and we have it and we're going to watch it.
0: So that we don't have to sit back and listen to all the spoilers from other people. Exactly. We watch it firsthand. Um, All right. Yeah. We got some margaritas to make. Um, Next episode is exciting. I have special guests on the next two episodes. I have some solo episodes with my two favorite guys Mr. Ark and Mr. Keanu they are going to be doing the next episode a John Wick review with me because we just finished watching John Wick
1: that's going to be fun yeah that movie was good
0: alright guys stay tuned